Welcome to Bible News Press. Our goal is to discuss biblical faith beyond cliches and buzzwords, whether such words are religious or political. Sometimes we sit around the table and fellowship. Sometimes we do a little time travel. It is all part of our journey with our Abba Father, who has given us the key to life. We do it with Jesus, and we do it together. Welcome. Hello, I'm Laura. I will be reading 2 Samuel chapter 6 from the World English Bible. David again gathered together all the chosen men of Israel, 30,000. David arose and went with all the people who were with him from Baal, Judah, to bring up from there God's ark, which is called by the name, even the name of Yahweh of armies, who sits above the cherubim. They set God's ark on a new cart and brought it out of Abinadab's house that was on the hill, and Uzzah and Ahio, the sons of Abinadab, drove the new cart. They brought it out of Abinadab's house, which was in the hill, with God's ark, and Ahio went before the ark. David and all the house of Israel played before Yahweh with all kinds of instruments made of cypress wood, with harps, with stringed instruments, with tambourines, with castanets, and with cymbals. When they came to the threshing floor of Nacon, Uzzah reached for God's ark and took hold of it, for the cattle stumbled. Yahweh's anger burned against Uzzah, and God struck him there for his error, and he died there by God's ark. David was displeased because Yahweh had broken out against Uzzah, and he called that place Perez Uzzah to this day. David was afraid of Yahweh that day, and he said, How could Yahweh's ark come to me? So David would not move Yahweh's ark to be with him in David's city, but David carried it aside into Obed-Edom, the Gittite's house. Yahweh's ark remained in Obed-Edom, the Gittite's house, three months, and Yahweh blessed Obed-Edom and all his house. King David was told, Yahweh has blessed the house of Obed-Edom and all that belongs to him because of God's ark. So David went and brought up God's ark from the house of Obed-Edom into David's city with joy. When those who bore Yahweh's ark had gone six paces, he sacrificed an ox and a fatted calf. David danced before Yahweh with all his might, and David was clothed in a linen ephod. So David and all the house of Israel brought up Yahweh's ark with shouting and with the sound of the trumpet. As Yahweh's ark came into David's city, Michal, the daughter of Saul, looked out through the window and saw King David leaping and dancing before Yahweh, and she despised him in her heart. They brought in Yahweh's ark and set it in its place, in the middle of the tent that David had pitched for it, and David offered burnt offerings and peace offerings before Yahweh. When David had finished offering the burnt offering and the peace offerings, he blessed the people in the name of Yahweh of armies. He gave to all the people, even among the whole multitude of Israel, both to men and women, to everyone a portion of bread, dates, and raisins. So all the people departed, each to his own house. Then David returned to bless his household. Michal, the daughter of Saul, came out to meet David and said, How glorious the king of Israel was today, who uncovered himself today in the eyes of his servants' maids, as one of the vain fellows shamelessly uncovers himself. David said to Michal, 
It was before Yahweh who chose me above your father and above all his house to appoint me prince over the people of Yahweh over Israel. Therefore I will celebrate before Yahweh. I will be yet more vile than this and will be worthless in my own sight. But the maids of whom you have spoken will honor me. Michal, the daughter of Saul, had no child to the day of her death. That is the end of chapter 6. Here we have David trying to do a good thing the wrong way. And it's an example that good motives aren't enough, that there are right ways of approaching God that are vital. In this case, with the Ark of the Covenant, we look in Exodus chapter 25, and we can see that it was supposed to be carried by the Kohathites. And in Numbers chapter 4, it says very specifically they were not to touch it. They were just to carry it by the poles. And then uh, if you look at timelines, you can see that the ark was about 400 years old at the time that David got it back. Here we can note again that the Philistines had not been particularly judged for touching the ark, although God had clearly made it evident that they shouldn't treat it haphazardly. But the Israelites should have known better, and they were God's people representing God to the whole world in his law, and so God was very forceful in his judgment to make things clear here. Now, if you look back in 1 Samuel chapter 7, you can see that Abinadab is the man whose house the ark originally went to. There's some interesting discussion about exactly how long the ark was with Abinadab versus how long it was in Kiriath-Jerim. So in chapter 7, it says that from the day that the ark stayed in Kiriath-Jerim, the time was long, for it was there 20 years. But if you go to 1 Samuel 14, verse 16, no, that's 18, you see Saul requiring that God's ark be brought to where he was, which verse 2 says is the uttermost part of Gibeah. Then according to some cross-references of different names of places, uh, people say that Baal, Judah, is actually Kiriath-Jerim, so that is where David went to get the Ark of the Covenant, and for sure, it was brought out of Abinadab's house, and it was two of his sons who were involved with driving the cart, and then, of course, Uzzah getting killed for touching the Ark. I did a word search because I was trying to remember exactly who Abinadab was. I was remembering that the priest that was hanging out with David also had an A name, but Abinadab was the original guy from Kiriath-Jerim, but it was also a common name. Uh, one of David's brothers was named Abinadab, and Saul also called one of his sons Abinadab. So then we hear about David dropping off the ark at this guy's house named Obed-Edom, a cross-reference of First Chronicles 26, uh, verse 4, indicates that Obed-Edom was of the tribe of Kohath that was supposed to transport the ark. So David was starting to get it figured out. And in contrast to what happened to Uzzah, God blessed Obed-Edom. And I see this as an example of the fact that though we are supposed to approach God a certain way, it is his intent, his desire, to bless with his presence and other things. Now, we, in our case, at this point in time, the way we are supposed to come to God is through Jesus Christ, based on what was accomplished through his death and resurrection, which is namely the forgiveness of our sin if we repent and follow him. Then we will not suffer the second death, which is typified by what happened to Uzzah, but we will be like Obed-Edom and be blessed by God's presence. 
When it says here in the narrative that David sacrificed, that doesn't mean he was doing the priest's job, but he was instigating the sacrifice. The description of him leaping and dancing is quite vivid. It gives a picture of complete abandon to worship and joyful, not at all somber. And it doesn't sound choreographed or organized, but just a very intense personal expression of worship. The discussion about exactly how David was dressed is kind of interesting. Most translations do use the word uncovered. One says exposed and another says half naked. But then the cross reference in 1 Chronicles 15 says that he wore a robe like the priests and the singers. But what we do know for sure is that both he and Michal considered his dress and behavior to be either humble or humiliating, depending on which one of them was talking. Then regarding the tent that David pitched, 1 Chronicles chapter 21, verse 29 is one of the places that indicates that the tabernacle that was direct, built by the direction of Moses was not there in Jerusalem at this time. It was actually in Gibeon. Uh, there's another place that talks about David setting up singers and sacrifices at the two different locations, one where the ark was and one where the tabernacle and the altar was. So this tent that it says was pitched by David was just a tent pitched by David. Thanks for listening. See you next time. That is the Bible News Press segment for today, but not the end of our journey.